yeah, Clueless Gamer. It's like where Conan reviews new video games that come out, and it's so funny, dude. Is it co- okay? There's like, or I used to watch Honest Game trailers. Is it similar to that? Probably, yeah. Just kind of roast he, the game. He just, yeah, he just roasts the game. It's so <laughs> funny. He has no idea what he did. He's the most technically incompetent person on the planet <laughs> of the earth, and he's got like his like computer guy, his nerd guy with him, yeah, yeah, yeah. helping him through it, telling him the backstory, and he has none of it. He's so <laughs> bad, dude. It's really funny, dude. Okay, I've watched like a couple snippets of like Conan from time to time, and it's always funny when he has like the assistant that's like super overqualified yeah, yeah, yeah. and like smart. Yeah, he'll, like say something and he just he'll just clown him. He's so funny no with reason. his assistants, great. dude. He's great. He's got a good dynamic. Like his new was... podcast is so funny. He's on there with Sona. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was one I think he went to. I can't remember the country, but he went to the home country of his assistant, and she was kind of his. Oh guy. yeah, Armenia. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sona most that's <laughs> Like, can you find me a wife or something like that? It was She's so, so funny. funny. We ready? Um, we ready? I five. Maybe. Oh my. Four, why are you gonna steal my three? Thunder? Okay. Two. Nah, nah, nah. No bro. Press the crickets. Press it. Yeah. Yeah, no one's, no one's going with your countdown. All right. In five, four, three, two. What is up, guys? It's Jeremiah, and I'm with Ryan, back for episode three of the Long Time Coming podcast. Hey, yo. How you feeling today, Ryan? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Spontaneous A-O. <laughs> Dude, Ishan's going gonna, gonna to laugh so hard. No, we told our friend about Ayo. this, Ishan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Wait, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Ishan. This man, we were like, we had a podcast. And he smiles. He goes, oh, yeah? Is it on Apple Podcasts? And I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and he goes, oh, really? This is the best part. This is the best part of having a podcast. This happens so often. It's People happened go, at least <laughs> two or three times. Oh, yeah. I've been like, oh, I have a podcast. And they're like, is it on Spotify, bro? Yeah. Like, are you big time? I was like, well, actually, yeah. We actually, can, yeah, yeah I mean, it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but um, we real. The episodes, I think they drop like a day after we upload them. Yeah, so, yeah. by the time you guys hear this, it'll be, what, Monday? About Monday. Yeah, About Monday, Monday, hopefully. So, yeah, and we got the Instagram up, so that'll be publicized pretty soon. Follow us. What's the what's the handle? The handle is the LTC Podcast. Nice. For a long time coming. Follow um, us. It was a pain to get the handle right Grandma. There. Gra- I'll all teach the grandma <laughs> how to get an Instagram. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, we have to have a step-by-step, like, a WikiHow tutorial. A WikiHow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, either way. I wanted to switch things up. We're going to start with the music recommendations yeah. this time around. You got a couple songs, Jeremiah? I have two songs, actually. Let's check them out. My first one is by Pink Sweats. He's like a really good R&B dude. Um, and it's called I Know. It just dropped, I think. But there, I mean, no like significance to it. It just sounded mm-hmm. really good. I kind of dug it. So that's my recommendation. I Know by Pink Sweats. What's it about? Um, I don't know. It's just I'm he's always up. a really sappy R and B dude, and like oh, I'm a sappy dude too. I vibe with it, so I was just yeah. like, hey. Um, and then I think the second one is more for lyricism and meaning, I guess. But it's called Ups and Downs by Kyle. Kyle's one of my favorite artists, just because he's not really into that whole like hyper masculine like rapper mm-hmm. vibe. He kind of does his own thing, and I really appreciate that. What's a his lot. vibe? What's his like? It's almost story. Chance the Rapper, but, like, California. Okay. So he's super, like, light, easygoing. He has a very charismatic voice, so I kind of dig that about him. Is he new? His beats oh, are shoot. dope. I don't he's know how, like, how long he's been making music. For a couple, well, yeah. a couple years, but he was in, he was a double XL freshman, I think, two yeah. years ago, I want to say, 2017. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You got any recommendations? Check him out. No, you had two. You got them both, man. Oh, dang. I mean, I got, I got songs. Let's see. Okay. Let's okay. see. Keep, okay, t- tell me about that song, Ups and Downs by Ups Kyle. Ups and Downs. Okay, well, it's mostly about, obviously, ups and downs of his stardom. 
because this is the first album he's dropped since like he kind of blew up a little bit. So most of the storyline is about how things were then, how things are now. Like, am I still the same person or like what's going mm-hmm. on with the people in my life? And so I kind of like related with that vibe a lot. And it was just really open and honest. He was talking about like depression, anxiety, really? like going through it. And then he's just like, there are a lot of, up, like the chorus said, there are a lot of ups and, or it's a lot of ups and downs, yeah. but I don't ever let it keep me down. I really, dude, I was I just listening to, hook. I was just listening to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran? His song, his, yeah, his song Eraser. Ooh. But I just, it brought back the memory of these lyrics mm-hmm. where he talks about how since he's a celebrity, people think he can never have a bad day and he can never feel down. Fine. Dude, I'm a lyrics guy. I'm not gonna, I'll give you, a, I'll give you oh, some lyrics. Facts, facts. But, but like, yeah, that's exactly what you're saying. Hey, can that be a new segment? Ryan's Lyric of the Week? <laughs> Ryan's Lyric. Oh, I like it. I like I'll it. I'll give a song recommendation. You give a lyric recommendation. Dude, dude lyrics are so much more powerful. You know? Oh, that, that, for sure. It's that one line in a song. But he was talking about, like, you know, how he's a celebrity and he, he mm-hmm. can't have a bad day. And mm-hmm. I, I relate to that for sure. I just feel like if, you know, you're in a good position and you're given everything in your life, it almost feels like you, you can't ever feel down. You can't ever feel sad. For sure. Because if you do, like, you know, you just you kind of put yourself down because why 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 would you feel sad? You know. No, I vibe with that a lot. Actually, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Is just really like the shortcomings, the like hard times. I like it. Even when things like on the outside seem good. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of moving pieces to living a happy life. Mm-hmm. Cause you can be well. I would say living a fulfilled life. You can be mm-hmm. happy but not be fulfilled. For sure. Happiness is pretty temporary. I'd say. Yeah. Like a lot of people can just go out, have a good night drinking downtown. Good old Athens, Georgia. That's a good way of putting it. Fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There are times where, like, everything on the exterior seems fine. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, like I said last week, collections done. I mean, academically, uh, accounting's kicking my butt. But other than that. What's that collection called? uh, The Story of Us. That's a a cool name. coming soon. It's coming soon. Actually, I'm probably going to get a little bit more into that later. Okay. But, um, like, Revival's doing all right. Academically, I'm doing all right and like frisbee's getting a lot better mm-hmm. but i just feel really hollow i don't know like this past week has been rough i get emotionally. that i get that so it's been a lot of sappy boy tunes i don't know I get that. it's a little bit of an identity crisis for 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 what though i don't know because like like you were saying in the first <laughs> episode i think a big part of college is the change that takes place while mm-hmm. you're there and sometimes i'll be going through something or i'm just like minding my own business and i'll look in the mirror i don't recognize myself anymore yeah I definitely i'll be doing something or i'll become something that i wouldn't otherwise have thought about yeah and that's I'm interesting that's weird because like i've had i've definitely relate to that and i think i've heard about this how how people go through ups and downs mm-hmm. you know you know like how girls have hey, like emotional times ups and downs. there you go yeah but like and guys have hormonal you know periods and stuff or whatever where you just you kind of you just kind of feel down or or feel up for whatever reason Mm -hmm. but I've I've felt that for sure and and that you know things have been going my way and you know I've gotten a few breaks but you know maybe I just feel like feel shitty just for no reason I don't know Mm -hmm. why I can't explain it and it's just it reflects on other people when I kind of want to be my be by myself and that's completely not me I love talking to people I love people yeah but sometimes I'll just be in this zone where I don't want to see anybody you know, even my best friends. That's a and mood. Like, that's been me this week. And it, that's the rough part about college because I feel like you're always around yeah, people. Yeah, it really you is. You can't escape it. It really is. And that kind of thing drives me literally insane. Really? Like, I'll just kind of break down sometimes yeah. because I I can't go anywhere. Like, if I go to home, quote, unquote, yeah. that's my dorm room. I have five other dudes there. And they're yeah, all kind of, like, probably horsing around or doing <laughs> some dumb stuff or yeah. trying to kill our fish rooked. 
Lil update. Rook. <laughs> Lil Rook is still alive hey, and well. Hey, okay. Our root chase. Wait. Oh crap. We gotta bleep that out. <laughs> but, Why? Because <laughs> I said his name. I can't. I can't drop right. any names. Either way, he he said according to. Uh, all right, I can't remember who he was talking to, but he said he hasn't fed the fish in months. Bro. But someone else in the apartment's been like secretly Bro. feeding Lil Rook. Secretly, secretly feeding. Why Lil secretly? Rook. This man's not gonna let somebody because else feed his fish. Because he wants the fish to die, which is oh terrible. He's like, how does this little fish like live this long? Like, fish this are supposed to live for a very long time. This man needs a family. People just don't care for him properly. We should bring him in the studio. Yo, we need <laughs> Get someone out there to sponsor Lil Rook. Actually, <laughs> right. we got our first sponsorship. Hey, yeah. at participating Wendy's, <laughs> you, you get a four for four for four dollars and twenty four cents, including tax in the state of Georgia. How do you know the exact price, Jeremiah? I, hey, hey, I'm just reading the script they gave me. Right. Don't question it. What's but, the uh, recommended four for four? Um, the junior or the junior double bacon cheeseburger, I believe. Is okay. Said. Okay. And so, if you get that and mention the LTC podcast. You'll get fifty five percent off. Oh, oh, fifty five percent off. Fifty five percent off. So it'll okay. be two dollars and twelve cents. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a steal to me. <laughs> um, you, what's your favorite Wendy's meal? Oh, I'm not a big Wendy's guy. I don't really? eat much fast food. Yeah. Wow. But Wendy's you can't four say for that four. On the podcast. You're gonna take away our Wendy's four for four. If I do have fast food, it's Wendy's <laughs> four for four. Okay. Check okay. out the what do you get? Chicken tenders. I don't know. Even chicken more, tendies. What comes with it. Chicken tendies. I say chicken tendies. That's my go-to. Though. Chicken sandwich. Well, they got the chicken sandwiches. That's what I always get at Wendy's. Really? Spicy. Home oh, style. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. That's my thing. Okay, I dig that. What else I, we got? I haven't eaten a spicy chicken I'll sandwich see, since, like, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And Chick-fil-A, then, king of chicken sandwiches. King of all well, fried chicken. Yeah, they're, they're like the king of fast food. For sure. But either way. Just um, open up downtown. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. I mean, I want to be in support of the downtown Chick-fil-A, but there was a five guys there. and That is true. Mixed they feelings. were the anchor of downtown Mixed Athens. Feelings. They anchored us. <laughs> but bro, I only get Chick-fil-A cravings on Sunday. Why is this? Why can't they open? Can we start a movement? A movement? A petition? Can we get sponsored by Chick-fil-A yeah. and Wendy's? And our, then we can like talk go. to the boardroom. There you go. See our if we four can listeners out happen. there. Our four listeners, please we sign need, our petition. Yeah, we need you to sign we need a petition. We'll have a link. There you go. We'll have a link somewhere. We need your backing. We're getting Chick-fil-A open on Wednesday. No, because that's their thing. That's the, we don't want to mm-hmm. mess with that. I think yeah. we can just nudge them in the right direction, and then, you know, they'll do it eventually. They'll come around. There you go. We'll you know? see. But well, you got questions today? Some Yeah, man. Uh, the Ask Jerry segment? Are we sticking Ask with Jerry that segment? name? Ask Jerry segment? It sounds so weird to me. I like, like it. I like it. Let's, Ask let's... Jerry? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Ask Jerry? I asked Jerry. <laughs> All right. So what's something you wish people know about you that they don't? That they don't already know, something you think... Your friends. I've been thinking about this question for a while. Mm. Well, let me tell you. So I have I have a friend of mine who, who doesn't. He's kind of a quiet guy. All right. But he's really nice and stuff. Yeah. And I was just thinking of, of kind of a way to get him involved in conversation and and you know. Yeah, yeah. So I I I thought I feel like quiet people have stuff to say. They just don't say it. And I don't really relate to that as much because I'm pretty outgoing. I usually speak Networking my mind. Networking God. <laughs> But I, I think everybody has something valuable to say, and everybody wants to say something. So I thought of this question, but it actually applies to everybody, even if no matter how outgoing you are or outspoken you are, I think everybody has something that they could find they wish everybody knew about them or more people knew about them that they don't actually know. Uh, and this really relates to kind of your identity and how you see yourself and how your friends see you and discrepancies between that. Yeah, for I sure. think this is really interesting. But how, how would you answer that, Jay? 
Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. There's Good so answer. many Great. ways to go with this. Yeah, yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> Just a, a groan. <laughs> a groan. But, um... I'd say the one thing is just that, well, I mean, most people I would say know about this, but it's kind of meta. It's a little bit of a cheat, but I'd say the one thing that people don't know about me is what they don't know about me in the sense that, like, I tend to be very selective about which parts of myself I put out there, depending mm -hmm. on what group I'm in. A lot of times, I mean, I think in anthropology, we refer to it as code switching, and that was more of, like, a racially focused conversation. Like, you ever oh, know these like, about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, if you're... African-American, I mean, okay, let's just be candid. <laughs> if you're black, you, you have, like, a voice you use with your black friends, and you have, like, a different voice when you're applying for a job. I mean, that's just how it works. Like, I'll right. say, yo, what's up, cut? Like, I'm not going to say that to my employer. That would yeah. be a little awkward. Yeah. And, I mean, that's not just for black people. That's for, like, people of all different ethnicities. There's, like, a sort of colloquial, colloquial sort of language that you use with people that share that similar experience and then people that don't. Yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. But then if you kind of expand that to a societal scale, then it kind of becomes a little bit of an identity crisis. That's mm -hmm. what I was telling you. And with the people I meet, regardless of what sphere I've met them through, like whether it's friends from high school or Frisbee friends or like people at Ramsey when we're playing basketball or people in class, I know everyone gets a little piece of Jerry, but no one ever really sees the whole thing. I definitely relate to that, yeah. Yeah, like, it's necessary, but at the same time, it's maddening because at a certain point, you kind of make way too many different, like, versions of yourself. Yeah. And you kind of lose track of what you actually are. I definitely relate to that. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm, I'm on social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, but I haven't posted in probably years to Facebook. And <laughs> my initial... Facebook is honestly kind of hard. Yeah, Sometimes it's it's a, a family. It's for family now. Nah, but I was I was thinking about this when I first kind of stopped posting, mm -hmm. because I would want to post something, but I have so many diverse friends on there. You know, friends that I would play basketball with, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or like teachers, or family, grandma, mm -hmm. or my sister, and I have different relationships with all these people. Mm -hmm. And I felt like if I posted to Facebook, it had to be something that I could say to everybody. It was the same voice to everybody, but I have such different kind of like a voice I don't want to say personality because that sounds fake but it's not really a personality it's just I, I just express myself differently to different groups well you I don't know? think it's so much being fake I think it's partly that human beings are obviously complex yeah and yeah. so you have different like or I'd like to think of it like a prism you know how mm. when you shine light through a prism it separates mm. into different colors of the rainbow mm. all those different colors still come together to produce that white light I mm. guess which would be like you but That's they're very different it, yeah. you know aspects of you yeah so None of them are false, but just none of them independently are completely true. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I like that analogy. Yeah, yeah. I mean... But yeah, you just you just kind of have... And I, I try... You know, like, how you address an acquaintance is different from how you address a family member or a close uh -huh. friend. It's and weird, too, because I'll tell people they're... I don't know. I have a really bad habit of being kind of closed off from people. Uh -huh. And so whenever someone, like, comes up to me or they try to be, like, really friendly with me, I kind of keep my distance because yeah. I, I like to think that I have very, very few, like, friends. Right. I feel like people throw that word around unnecessarily. Yeah. And if I could count how many friends I have, it'd probably be on one one hand mm. really easily. And maybe it's, like, two or three dudes. Mm -hmm. Most other people, like, it seems really, like, mean to say it, but I consider them acquaintances. Mm -hmm. but I don't view that in a negative connotation. No, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. This is interesting because 
when I went to a study abroad in Germany, mm -hmm. the Ger German and European outlook is very much where they won't speak to you unless they're your friends or they know you in some way. Really? And this is, yeah. So, like, if you're standing in line at, you know, the mall, they never yeah. strike up random conversations with people. Or I kind of hate those people. Yeah. Like, no, it depends on the time and place. But if I'm at the mall and, like, it's, hey, bro, where'd you get those <laughs> shoes? Like, yeah, I, I don't know you, yeah. bro. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Come on now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, I feel like that's how a lot of people want to be. But, but Americans have this almost sense of kind of being nice to any you know everybody and, and the germans just don't care <laughs> like if they don't know you if they weren't introduced yeah, to you they want that. nothing to do with you it's all is, okay it's a little cold there's in a, a balance way. there's it, definitely like. a balance yeah but on the other hand they think americans are super fake for doing that so they've come to america and you know if you're like at a restaurant and you're just talking to the person next to you yeah, yeah. and they, they think it's so fake they hate it i've talked to germans who literally just cannot stand this no no, and no. It's like, like i get that because yeah. With roommates, for example, you're mentioning roommates again. This is a recurring theme. It's all good. But, like, just because I'm your roommate doesn't mean I'm your friend. Yeah, true. I mean, yes, we have to live together, and that requires a little bit of compromise. Like, I understand, like, I have to take out the trash on this day, or I have to, like, not have friends over, play loud music on this mm -hmm. night, because I know, like, this person has to do this in the morning, right. et cetera, et cetera. But, like, I think a friendship implies, like, experience that transcends just kind of like being forced to live in the same room with someone. And right. it also requires like empathy that mm -hmm. you just don't get unless it's voluntary from both parties. So like, if you want to be friends with me, I'll make the decision to be friends with you. But I don't, I, or I feel like friendship is too often like just a word people throw around when they're just kind of in a situation with other people and mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I have friends. Like, I think a lot of people have people that they know, but not a lot of friends. Yeah, that's interesting. You know? Cause it's almost like a, you know, you don't want to offend people, so you want to call everybody a friend because you don't want to call and out somebody. Yeah, that's why as, I feel like a jerk now because yeah. I'm like, I don't have that many friends. Like, no, but I think, like, I mean, I think this this is this is vulnerable. This is why podcasts are great, is you can kind of hey. you're kind of speaking, you know, your your true self. But mm -hmm. I I think people want to say that they just feel like society doesn't accept it because it's so commonplace to say these are my friends, this is all my friends, you know, mm. my friend over here, and it just gets. Um, overwhelmed. You ever had that person where you don't know exactly how to introduce them? Like you, you're kind of your gut goes to this is my classmate, or but you think maybe you should say my fr this is my friend or no, you know no. It's like, like really. I maybe if you had asked me that question maybe a couple months ago, yes. But really? I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm already too much to deal with myself. Mm -hmm. Like what goes on in my head, not like in a not like in a cocky or arrogant way, but it's just, I'm a mess. So I'm complicated. <laughs> yeah. I use enough brain power dealing with my own thoughts. So <laughs> when that, it comes yeah. to other people, I'm just black and white at this point. Yeah. Either like, you know where you stand yeah. or you probably don't have very much to stand on. Yeah, like, true. That's where we're at. So I've had this point sometimes yeah. where introducing people and they'll be like on the fence of, mm -hmm. I've hung out a couple times with them and I don't know, you know, this is my friend or this is my classmate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or even better is like <laughs> the guy you have class with that you rec you both recognize each other, but you don't want to. You don't know if she's to say hi. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and you that's know the word. <laughs> you know they're thinking the same exact yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but that that just depends on dude. Sometimes I'll go up and be like, Hey, what's up? You know, I'm super I've friendly. I've actually met a like. I think I'm gonna shout him out. He's never gonna listen to this, but his <laughs> name's Victor. He's really cool. But we didn't even have a class. We just took I think the same routes to our classes, and so we'd see each other very <laughs> habitually. And then one time he just called me at Joe Frank. Nice. And then like I was headed out because I was done eating, and then he was just like, "Hey, this is weird. I've seen you a lot. <laughs> yeah. You seem cool. 
are you Nigerian? And then I was hey, like, okay. yeah. He's like, me too. And nice. then I was like, hey. Nigerian cool. brotherhood, man. Yeah, man. And so now we're pretty cool friends. So college. It just having, like that. having that one commonality with somebody. Yeah. You ever had somebody, okay, go back to high school. You ever oh, had, boy. like, people you don't, you're like acquaintances with. You kind of recognize them. Yeah. You don't really know them. But then if you ever go to, I've had this, where you go to, like, a, a summer camp or, like, a small group thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, like, I, I played band, so, you know, there was, like, a small group of us that played band. Mm-hmm. But if you you don't know anybody except for that one other kid from your high school, you'll, like, share that connection. You'll, you'll kind of, like, go up and talk to them and, you know, be more friendly. I'll, I would definitely, like, that <laughs> happened with orientation for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, and there was a dude from my high school. He was a good guy. He was, mm-hmm. he was really cool. Love him. But, um... He was the only person I knew mm-hmm. in that yeah. entire like college yeah. atmosphere. It was my first kind of step into the deep end. Yeah. But you definitely exaggerate yeah, you do. all of the connections you have. Like, oh, snap, Brookwood, G-Co, yeah. like, yeah. whoa, 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 it's like, high school. Y- you know nobody else, so you just kind of like, lean on that on one it. connection. Yep. Yeah, yep. and I see this, and I think it's interesting because it's not like either of you change. It's just that the, given the situation, you kind of feel like you're more connected than you are. And it's, in, it's just kind of interesting. That's why college is kind of weird. Yeah, Because with the general flow of, like, the culture here, mm-hmm. I feel like people exaggerate the similarities they have instead of studying, or not studying, but being appreciative of the differences. Yeah. And so I've never really, like, it. aligned myself with too many cultures, mm-hmm. at least in total. Like, I don't identify as, like, a Frisbee player or, like, as, like, you know, a UGA student, I don't identify as Southern. I mean, I'm all of those things, but... You're Southern? I mean, not Southern. I'm not Southern. <laughs> Where's that from accent? The, from the South, Give I me your say. best Southern accent. I'm going to sound <laughs> terrible. No, I'm not trying to diss any Southern people. No. All right. To all the five Southern grandmas that are listening, I'm not trying to hurt you. Y'all. Feelings. Y'all. I do say y'all. I do. It's, it's, so, it's such it's a useful weird. word. Yeah, it, it's pretty useful. I Why doesn't it. everybody pick up y'all? Like, you, it sounds well, you guys? Silly. Like... Out of, again, yes, with uh, the code switching, sometimes I'll be yeah, like, in yeah. Chicago or something with parent, grandparents, and I'll say y'all, and I hear myself say it. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> but down here, it's second nature. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, like, I don't identify with, like, any specific culture. I'm just kind of a weird sort of mash of all of them, mm-hmm. which sucks, because then there's not really, like, you can't find a culture that's built around not fitting into a culture it's it gets really meta and i don't want to get into all that but no that's interesting i definitely relate to that i think that's why we're like we're friends we do like we have varied interests like diverse set of interests yeah yeah, because we're both athletic or you know like like play sports a lot and do that kind of stuff jordan or anything no bro (laughs) you're a beast at basketball and frisbee dude Multi, Dude, I start, I'm multi-sport. starting to hit these mid-range close shots. I know. It's getting I'm pretty good. Man. The jump shot's starting to fall. Once you get the three-pointer, I'm like Giannis. Right. Once I get a three-pointer, it's over. Right. It's over he covers everybody. he covers the court in two steps, just like Giannis. <laughs> Dude, you remember when I wrote that dude with like the bright blue shoes? Who, yeah, like, he yeah. He kept trying to drive into the paint. <laughs> I he went out for the fast break. I slapped the ball out of his hands so hard. <laughs> Was he nice. was about to fight me because he saw yeah. me turn around and start flexing, <laughs> and I felt like a douche. I'd have so you back, was, don't that worry. That was hilarious. That's All funny, right. dude. Basketball memories with Ryan and Jeremiah. That's going to be our basketball-themed podcast. It's basketball. Coming Ooh, that'd be fun. That get, our, be... get our boy JP on here. <laughs> Sports-related sportscasters. We'll do an NBA updates podcast. <laughs> hey. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. But, like, we have – we both play basketball. We both play sports. Yeah. But we're both super – you know, into school, you know, school and entrepreneurship. Sure, and, sure. and, like, that's not our culture. That doesn't define us, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say. But I think a lot of the basketball players we play with, a lot of the people there, 
you know, not all of them because we're at, at, at college, but yeah. I think a good amount of them are kind of that's their social group. That's their mm-hmm. like hangout, like yeah. what they do for fun and don't have, you know, different interests and things like we do. Mm-hmm. We're both we're both good students. Yeah, yeah. Like I pride myself in being academically, I would say, ahead of the curve. Right. Like I pride myself in acing tests, not shooting for like the C's get degrees mentality. <laughs> Except but, for German. Sorry, Dr. Crawford. I mean, love yeah, your class. Accounting, Miss <laughs> Farmer, you're amazing. But it's hard, pain, man. Bro. It's hard. It sucks. But um, actually, it is really useful though because I'm starting to apply that stuff to my legit business. It's almost like a case really? study, and it's awesome. Like, oh, accounting? No way. Yeah, yeah, like I literally found like break-even units, revenue, oh, all cool. that good stuff. And then with MIST, with information systems, yeah. I'm taking that Excel knowledge. And Excel is really intimidating off the bat just because you can do so much with it. So I never like learned how to how to Excel. Brought to you by Microsoft Excel yeah, Bill version Gates. 2019. Cut that check. You already know. All right. <laughs> um, shout, you just shout out Bill Gates, <laughs> no. bro. If Bill Gates ever listens to Bill Gates to don't us. need a shout out. He, he, <laughs> shoot, he's making or what? The big Bill Gates. I can't speak. Wow. Did Bill Gates make GarageBand or is that like a specifically Mac thing? I don't know, man. No, I think Garage Fruity Loops is Windows. Okay. My music know. software game is out of date. That's you, man. That's you. But hey, um, what was I saying? Did we just advertise for Microsoft Excel? I think we advertised for Apple and Microsoft and Wendy's <laughs> and Dude, a little Chick-fil-A. No, think about it. You've never heard an ad for, like, Microsoft Word, but everybody uses it. Isn't that crazy? Well, I mean, I think that's why they don't advertise. It's like okay, true. no one but, advertises but for still. a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. You just know when okay, you have yeah. money, you get that car, you know? <laughs> you know when you have money, you get that hey. Microsoft Excel. Hey. <laughs> oh, wait. But, yeah, um, with Excel, too, with management information systems, I'm able to, like, learn the formulas. And within one day of class, I learned how to start creating formulas, how to update, like, different lines of text and, like, make them formatted the way I want to. And now I have, like, a huge spread sh- spread spreadsheet. <laughs> I can't. My name where's is my, Jeff. Where's my drop? <laughs> where's my drop? Ooh, my name is Jeff. My name is my name Jeff. Jeff. You got to pull that. That should be our sound effect. My I name like is it. Jeff. My name Jeff. But um yeah, I'm using all that stuff and it's honestly a lot more intuitive than I would have otherwise thought. So, school's actually useful, kids. Stay in school. That's my tip for the week. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jeff. All right. Wait, one more time, one more time. uh, Did you say stay in in school, kids? Yeah, I said stay in school, kids. So, like, stay in school, grandmas? Yeah, stay in school, grandmas. Yo, you know, after a certain age, you can go to school for free at a a public school? Like, above Mm -hmm. 80 or something. You can go take classes for free. What, like, okay, this sounds terrible, but what are you going to do with the education you get? I don't know. I mean, personally, if I, like, never graduated from high school and I wanted to go back just for my own, like, hey, I did it, Uh great, but... I don't trying know. to get skills in the job market. Yeah, I mean, be, I mean, I think uh, it. It'll, I, for me, that's kind of cool. I, I, I just I always want to learn. I just always want to get better. I was oh, talking facts. to a friend about this. I don't even care if I can't use it, you know. But like, the just thinking you could always, you know, learn if more. If it interests me, I feel that for sure. Yeah. But like, I don't want to be in a bio eleven oh four class when I'm eighty. I mean, you're not gonna take like intro classes. Exactly. It'll be, I'll be like, interesting why am I stuff. here? You know. My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Shout yeah. out to our friend Jeff, Jeff Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Jeff. Chef Jeff cooking ankles. <laughs> Wait, drink Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. We got to bring him on we, here so we can do a we live do. edition. We do. Jeff's this a party animal for this those This is the funniest, funniest guy, funniest guy I know. Really? I almost said. Actually, yeah, he's up there. He's, he's, he's probably top there. five funniest guy I know. But, um. Yeah. My name's Jeff. Oh, he, he called himself Chad Jeff. 
Chad Joe. Because he won uh, <laughs> he won three games of water pong and started calling himself <laughs> Chad Jeff. Oh man, oh, what a guy. He's crazy. What do we got, man? What's going on in your life, Jeremiah? Um, what I would hope to say is nothing. However, everything is mm. going on because just got into Terry, so that's cool. No way, when? Yeah, yeah, I told you about this. This was episode two, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Remember okay. Uplifting that's right, that's right. That was like right after it happened. I forgot, though. I forgot. Yeah, so I went yeah, to the yeah. meeting the other day. They gave me the packet with all the info. That's going to be cool. I got to meet with my advisor. Hey. And so I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. So that's kind of scary. Nice, man. But then Revival's kicking up with trying to get the collection fulfilled. And again, going back to like the spreadsheets and getting the accounting numbers down, like I'm starting to figure out what it actually means to manage a business, which is cool. Hmm. Doesn't and your partner handle all that? Um, he's kind of been away for a minute. He's just been okay. chilling, doing his own thing. Okay. Because, I mean, classes are ramping up. Right, and right. so I've had a little bit of extra time on my hands. Plus, like, it directly applies to what I'm learning in class. So mm. it just makes sense. So I'm dealing with that. And then, um, what else? We got Frisbee. Tomorrow, Frisbee tournament. tournament tomorrow. CCI Classic City Invitational. Yeah. Go check out my man, Jeremiah. <laughs> Skying people. I don't know <laughs> if I'll be skying people. I'll be shutting people down. I know that there much. There you go. There you go. But, um... Yeah, that's no, fun. Because I got a new uh, pair of cleats, too. That's okay. Fresh pair of cleats always feels great. Nice. What what brand yeah. are you? Right now, I'm Nike. I okay. switched over from Under Armour. Okay. So Both quality brands. Exciting, yeah. No, nah, man, I've been... I So I just got my first summer internship offer. Hey. Last night. Wait, where are the claps? Where are the claps? Oh, bro, I don't have it. Um, <laughs> One-man audience. Yeah, 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 there we go. But 11.46 p.m., I get the internship offer letter. Nice. Super hyped, super excited. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was stressing me out like crazy. And I didn't, I guess I didn't bring it up, but just it kind of tied into my career and how I saw myself because mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was very much, I felt like if I didn't kind of take a step forward and get a better internship this summer, anything else would be a step back. And, you know, it would kind of hinder where I would, where I wanted to be in 10 years down the road. And, you know, everybody was really supportive of me, but I just, no matter what anybody said, I, I couldn't listen. The only thing that mattered to me was, you know, getting that job and some kind of material material um, offer that said, you know. Something concrete that you could be yeah, like, okay, Something success. concrete. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I definitely feel Exactly. That. That's what people tell and me with the clothing line and, like, even the podcast, too. It's mm-hmm. like, why are you doing all this? You're in college. Or, like, right. back then, I was like, you're in high school or even middle school. Right, yeah. It's just like, sometimes you just need to do something yeah. to like show yourself that you're capable and like show yourself that you're on the right track mm-hmm. and that you're headed in the right direction. So I definitely, I mean, to an extent, you know, I, I would, people would ask me and I'd say, no, I'm stressed out over this. And a lot of people said, Oh, you're fine. You'll be great. You know, you're, you'll get it for sure. Well, I mean, that's, those and, are facts. well, I mean, I guess so, but honestly that kind of got to me and it, it, it kind of made me upset because I, I didn't really want to hear that from people. I, I kind of wanted you know, just honesty or, or just people to, to say, oh, you might not get it. Or, you know, uh, yeah, that sucks. You know, just, just to kind of listen more. And because, you know, I didn't have an offer and I was kind of, I felt in the middle of nowhere. And, mm-hmm. and but I had to take a step back and, and be like, you know, these people don't mean that literally that you're going to get the job. It, what they what they mean is like, I support you in this. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. on your side. Yeah. And I don't know all the details, but I still care about you and that, you know, you're going to do great. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to, like, kind of take from that was that they weren't literally saying, you know, we well, are going to get this job or, or whatever. And 
Anyways, I was also stressed out and frustrated. You need people to be savage with you a little bit. Yeah, I, I a little bit. Relate. A little bit. Because so when I you're just waiting kinda... on a breakthrough, like, yeah. I support what you're doing as much as you love that person and as much as it, it comes from a great place. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help you get where you want to go. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm feeling that right now. Somebody told me this, yeah. which was really powerful for me. Mm -hmm. She was telling me about some something she was going through, and and I forget what I said. And she told me, sometimes people just want you to listen and, and not offer advice all the time. Yes. And, you know, I don't think need, I was really... need a preach sound effect. Preach. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think I was really bad about this per se, but I've really noticed this, that when you know, somebody tells me something, yeah. it's much more valuable to listen and understand and agree mm -hmm. in a way, especially when they're in a vulnerable position yeah. and know when it's your place to kind of offer advice. Because I think some, sometimes it's, it's people's like, you know, as a, as a, as a guy, as a man, I want to be helpful. I want to be useful and, and help people. And, oh, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not always the right reaction. And I noticed this on the flip side, when I would tell somebody something, it was very frustrating when they would offer me advice because, you know, it doesn't doesn't make sense, but I just wanted them to agree and to say, yeah, that sucks. Like you don't need the shoulder to cry; right. you just need the ear to listen to what right, you're saying. Right, exactly. Yeah, I definitely vibe with that. And so it's 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 really kind of impacted how I see you know communication and helping yeah. other people out. But dude, man, I'm, giving advice is I want to say fun for me. Not fun isn't the right word. I look or I enjoy giving people advice because I feel like I'm helping. Right, right. At the same time, nothing beats just, like, straight-up empathy, where you just kind of mm -hmm. feel where they're coming from. Maybe you don't have all the answers, mm -hmm. but in not having the answers, but just, like, being present with them mm -hmm. while they're doing, like, while they're going through what they're going through definitely yeah. goes a lot farther than people give it credit for. Yeah, so it's, it's more that. powerful than it seems. But I think that's, like, like, as a man, as a provider, you kind of feel an obligation to offer a solution or find the right solution and you, you almost see it as they when they tell you something they're asking for help or they're you know looking for a way to help but that's just not always the case it could be sometimes but it depends on the subject matter depends on the for subject me. for sure like if it's relationships ironically I, I feel or at least with my close friends I've always yeah. kind of been caught in the middle of their like relationship drama I'll be like okay <laughs> Do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm never in a relationship myself. And I'll, my excuse is like, hey, bro, the coach never plays. So <laughs> I'm just sitting back the and coach the, never plays. the playbook. You can follow it if you want. But hey. Dude, they should have life. a league of coaches. Could you imagine an NBA NBA All-Star weekend have a five-on-five -five coaches game? Dude, uh, Steve Kerr would be splashing. <laughs> Splash. Popovich. Brother. Popovich would be hobbling down the court. Brad I mean, they Stevens. Would, they would respect Popovich enough, and they just give him a free ride to the lane. <laughs> a free layup. <laughs> yeah. What? What are they? Who's the Who's the nastiest head coach? Who'd be Who'd be out there just taking step backs? Oh. Brad Stevens. Maybe. No, he's like he's like the coach. I'll feel he's like the leader on the on the court. Okay. He'd be directing people around. <laughs> I want to say it'd probably just be Steve Kerr. Yeah. There you go, Steve Kerr, man. Yeah, man. He's still young for a coach. Or wait, maybe Jason Kidd. Oh, oh yeah, Jason, he was an yeah, actual yeah, player. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> Steve Kerr was too. He hit like the shot of shots to save Michael Jordan. People to sleep save on Michael that. Jordan. Heck yeah, man. The Kyrie Irving of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Basically. Okay. Um, but yeah. Shout out to Kyrie. <laughs> We're doing big shout things outs again. No. <laughs> Dude, I just saw the Celtics are in fifth place. What's with that? Their their team chemistry is garbage. Is it? Yeah. They got Brad Stevens. Yeah. They got Kyrie, Gordon Hayward. You have a great group of talent, but if you don't have the fixtures in between, like we learned that the hard way with Frisbee. 
like really? at least in high school because we had a really good group of guys i think it was like two two years ago mm-hmm. yeah we had a team that on paper looked great we had a great like pretty good amount of handlers a pretty good amount of cutters all of us were pretty tall we had mm-hmm. the athleticism but it was like really clickish like we had a group of guys and i mean i loved all the people on that team so this is not a knock on anybody there but it was just like we didn't mesh very well mm-hmm. he's got a group of seniors that were like oh i just want to play frisbee because it's my last year like gang 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 we're out <laughs> and then there's a group of juniors that took it like super seriously like mm-hmm. we want to make a run at states we have the like numbers this year we can right. do it and like we're taking over next year so we want to get that leadership experience and xyz this that and the other and then you had a group of people like coming up they're like i don't really know the culture around here mm-hmm. i'm just new i do want to win though or like i want to do this and then you put all of them on a team together and the coach I mean, our coach is pretty good, but you just kind of throw pieces yeah, and that would look good on paper, but then you put them on a field and no one really knows how to throw to this person or how this person likes to get the disc in this cut mm-hmm. or how they're going to time their cut or whatever. I guess And we so. just struggled the entire season. So, yeah. yeah I, mean, I relate okay, to that for lesson sure. Lesson from the Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, same thing happened on our basketball team. I think we over, mm-hmm. like, in the opposite way, we overperformed given our roster and our kind of – didn't have the highest quality of players, but our coach, man, like I said last podcast, he was a great guy. He really got us together and got us close as a family. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, we actually broke down on the word family. Broke down as in, you know, uh, what, what do we say? George on three, George on three, one, two, three. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. so he, we, would, we would say family. The oh, other one we did dope. was team toughness defense. Shout out to Coach Cox. He would we know had, that. <laughs> ours is pretty dirty. We had We broke down on the word walls because of the fact that we're or we're in the middle of a game against a college team mm-hmm. we were a high school team at the time so we were getting oh, our, our butts handed to us or, i wouldn't say that it was pretty close but they were like i don't know they were giving us a rough time like okay. our players were dropping like flies because we were like grinding right. and they were kind of like striding because they mm-hmm. were so much bigger and more Dang. athletic than us but um we wouldn't use like the full width of the field and i'm not getting into frisbee technicalities <laughs> and stuff but basically our coach brought us into a huddle, and he's like, guys, if we're not going to reach the end, we're going to wreck the walls. And it was like okay. a sexual innu- innuendo. Oh, and so geez. we're like, all right, guys, Jeez. wreck the walls on three. Oh, and man. for the rest of the season, that was our thing. And it was just like a moment because all of us were like beat up and like yeah. panting out of our minds because we were exhausted. And we thought we were going to lose the game for sure. And we did lose the game. But it was on it was on the last very Where's last the success point. story? You could have lied, bro. You it's like a Disney said, channel. Like, you know, you like, cool said, runnings. You bro. know, cool runnings? Like, when they lost the last race? Oh, oh okay. You're Spoiler right. alert. But oh, yeah. Are you, are you comparing your <laughs> high school Frisbee team to cool runnings, bro? Heck, yeah, yeah. We they were, were definitely as, cool They running. were a bobsled team in Jamaica. <laughs> and we were a Frisbee team out of suburban Georgia. Okay. 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 I'll, okay. I'll liken them. I like it because we like there's Grady and Pipe. Okay, you could have painted a story here. Frisbee technicalities. Success team. Long story short, if you're on like one of those Disney Channel like comeback kid teams, keep going, man. They make for fun stories. Comeback kids. Hey. Ugh. But yeah. Man, Friday before spring break. Dude, what are I'm you doing? Uh, going back. Going home. Going home. Like the moment we finish our tournament, I am gone. CCI Classic City Invitational. First yep. game against UNC Wilmington. Yeah. Wreck them. I hope so. They said one of our players has a small dick, and <laughs> we got to prove him wrong. Actually, no. We all are now dubbed the small dick gang, and so oh, we've man. kind of embraced it. Oh, man. But we're going to be the small dick that. gang that destroys them tomorrow. You going to break it down? Break the huddle down on that? Yeah, break down small dick gang on three. Oh, man. But, yeah, um, 
I'll be ordering a little bit of revival inventory, so that'll be cool. Hmm. But oh yeah, speaking of the new collection, the story of us. Oh yeah, man. Going back to the code switching conversation, because that was kind of interesting. Oh yeah. Like, I feel that with past collections, starting with our first collection was called Signature, mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna do a rough breakdown. The first collection featured basically logo tees. Mm -hmm. They're pretty basic, run of the mill, and like everyone could have worn them. But and and they did very well. Like mm -hmm. they sold pretty good. I think part of it was just like we were new on the scene and everyone was like, oh, I want to support a friend. Cool. And they cut yeah. the shirt. And we wrote off of that. And then the next collection was called Statement. And I went a little bit too edgy boy with that one. Yeah. And tried to make it like streetwear. And like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, we're not just logo tees. We're like, cool. And that didn't do well because it wasn't authentic. Right. And then after that, I kind of like shifted back to the more like suburban kid friendly, like, you know, Oh, Abercrombie and Fitch looking type of style right. and it just didn't work and I would go back and forth and I would try to appeal to this crowd or that crowd and I don't know I kept code switching in my design language and how I approached the business and then the purpose kind of got muddled in everything and now hmm. I feel like with this collection I think part of the reason why it's called the story of us is more importantly because it's the story of me and it's a story I want to share with people. So it's a collective story, even mm -hmm. though it's a very personal one. Mm -hmm. And so each piece has a very specific purpose and meaning behind it. And that's why it's there. It's not because, oh, I think this person's going to like this t-shirt. I don't mm -hmm. care at the end of the day. Whoever likes the shirt. And I was telling my friends, Matthew and Shez, I put it in, like, when I was messaging them about the collection. I don't care necessarily that everyone likes everything. I just care that, like, one person likes something. Mm -hmm. And so I want to give everyone a little bit of myself in the clothing mm -hmm. and it kind of changed the way I looked at revival in total because again I mentioned this in another episode but before it was like do good do more do you and it was just like hustle 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 like reach your goals great great mindset but I feel like before you do anything first you have to know why you're doing it there has to be a purpose behind mm -hmm. it and if you can convince yourself of that purpose I feel like you're gonna be a lot stronger in your resolve to keep going with whatever you're doing and I realized the whole mission behind Revival wasn't necessarily to sell clothes. It wasn't to make money. I mean, I, I would consider myself a businessman, but not for that reason. I think more importantly than anything, I wanted Revival to be the tangible like proof, the tangible like story of me improving as a person mm -hmm. and getting better. And I'm happy now because I see that with my design language, like with just designing in general. Like I'm a lot better of a graphic artist than when I started I wouldn't call myself a graphic artist now mm -hmm. I feel like it's a little bit slightly down the line mm -hmm. but um like revival is not really about the money it's not about people liking the designs I'm not trying to be like off-white or supreme one day but I just want it to be like when you were talking about with you getting that job offer mm -hmm. for example like revival is kind of that tangible improvement so that every time I'm like down on my luck every time I feel like nothing's getting better I can look at it and say like, hey, this is your story and clearly there are still chapters to be written. Clearly the chapters have gotten progressively better and I mean, you've made it to this point. So pick yourself up off the ground, you know, cover, like put a band-aid on the scars, you'll be fine. Lick your wounds and get back at it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah I like that. And so, yeah, this collection is really I'm excited personal. for Revival. Um, is it? Yeah. This one I'm, took I'm a lot of time. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited, man. You're the storyteller, man. That's awesome. Great. I like how you use it as like a 
representation of where you are in life. It makes yeah. it more real. The I've titles said that too have little subliminals. Like signature collection was because I I knew or when I started I wanted revival to be like a really long lasting thing. It's so uh-huh. like signature I wanted to be like a staple. Uh-huh. Cool. And so and plus the logo at the time kind of resembled how someone would sign a paper. So I was like, okay, signature oh, I like that. cute. Yeah. And then statement was really like bold streetwear and like mm-hmm. grunge. And so like it was making an emphatic statement like, hey, we're also streetwear. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the story behind that. And those things, there was a kind of clothing design aesthetic that we hadn't really gone with before. So it was pretty bold at the time. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, this is a statement. Then seasons was actually from a Bible verse. Really? That I read, yeah. Cool. I think it was Ephesians 3, 1. Like to everything there, to everything there's a season, and a time. I'm, I can't remember it off the top of my head, hmm. but and a time for everything under the sun. I'm pretty sure. So oh, I like that. It just went into like depth about how there's a purpose and a time for everything that happens, mm-hmm. and I really resonated with that. Like right now might not be the greatest of moments, but sometimes you have to like water a plant before it grows. Like you have to kind of experience the rain a little bit before you get to where you're meant to be. That's why I think a lot of people don't appreciate the bad times because growing pains are necessary. Mm-hmm. You can't grow without adversity. And so that was the, the story behind, I think we did a two-part collection, Seasons, and then Seasons 2. That was called Evolve. That was around when I just got into college. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, Evolve? Ooh. Yeah, because I had to like, I like that name. flip. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. That one was great. I love that. That was probably my favorite collection so far. Evolve? Yeah. Well, besides this, a story of us, or the story of us, this is... Definitely my favorite now. It's kind of dethroned. Who's us? Us is just everyone. Because before I would be like trying, or before the collections were made with the intent of appealing to people. Mm -hmm. But now the collections are made from myself. And then they're more of a conversational Mm -hmm. thing. Where like when you buy a shirt now, instead of you buying something that I made for you, it's it's something that I made. Mm -hmm. And then you connect with that and then it's kind of a mutual that's thing. cool you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i like that so yeah like like i said it's the story of me but i want it to be a collective story and so really that's awesome as a result yeah. it's the story of us that's really cool i like that because yeah, it, yeah. it's kind of personal vulnerable in a way yeah I'm and a connection between between two people with clothing i think that's kind yeah. of what it's what things do we were just talking about that man you know yeah, yeah man. connections connections but, are important but like, like they're hard to they're through hard. clothing mm-hmm. it's like two people wearing the same brand you know it's like a, like I asked you what, what cleats you have Nike you know it's a <laughs> connection between that's it's a brand it's a story everything sends a message right everything tells a story right so just gotta make yours a good one <clears throat> uh, Jeremiah what do you what do you call a cow with no legs what the okay I'm gonna say ground <laughs> beef because that's like do you know the it? oldest joke in the book yeah it's not the oldest joke what that if they hadn't heard of it the what if they joke? hadn't heard the joke you just ruined the joke for them well I'm sorry if you haven't heard that joke then you clearly have grandma very few friends I'm sorry grandma but you gotta go play a couple more bingo nights you'll oh, hear man. that joke eventually uh, Jeremiah what do you what do you call a cow with uh, two legs okay this one actually oh wait lean beef there you go lean hey. beef oh, man. <laughs> I know all your cow Damn. jokes I'm out of cow jokes. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dad jokes. Jeremiah's got them. I. What was wow. that joke you told me yesterday? What I don't remember what joke right. I told you yesterday. All I remember is the China joke. That was pretty funny. If you haven't oh, yeah, heard the China one? joke, go check out the last podcast. It was great. Ryan had a couple sound effects for it, but yeah. Are you from Tennessee? No. Oh, I thought you were from Tennessee. Why? 
I, just, I, I thought you told me you were trying to see. <laughs> I you were trying to do the pickup line. <laughs> Got him. Oh, no. Jeremiah, did, 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 you, did you fall from heaven? No, actually. Oh, wait. I ruined that. <laughs> it's wait, wait, how do you say it? Did you did, did you hurt your head? Did when it you, hurt when you fell when from you fell heaven? From heaven? And, and then they're like, nah, man. And they just walk away. Bro, if every anybody ever used that successfully. Okay, I need someone need who can in. like let me know if a pickup line has ever actually worked. Right. And like more importantly for the females, what pickup line would you find funny? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm not gonna use any pickup lines. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I don't you will. think I would. I would you, have to really saying, know you. You're saying, if a girl writes in and tells you these are the pickup lines that work, you wouldn't try them out? I would not. Uh, <laughs> because it takes a special type of person. You have to have, I mean, a pickup line is one thing, but you got to have the confidence. You got to have supreme it. confidence. Oh, a lot of confidence. Yeah. You just walk up to be rejected. Like, hey, did it hurt when you felt like you're going to get slapped <laughs> with a purse? Like, it's not going to work you're out. You're going to get maced. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nowadays. Poor dude getting maced on there using some crappy pickup lines. <laughs> All right. Yeah. At your own risk, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> use these pickup sure. lines, dude. I want to do an episode on relationships soon. I, I, All right. I told you this. All right, that would be fun. We'll also, get... we're gonna have special guests on right. soon. That's something for y'all to look forward to. Right, we got some some things in the works. Check it out. <laughs> Keep listening. Subscribe. Oh yeah, we review. We're getting some subscribers up. Yeah, get some reviews. review. Oh, we want your we, feedback. Did we mention the Instagram handle? I think we mentioned it. Yeah, but Airbnb. say it again. Say yeah. It again. All right. So we are on Instagram now at the ltc podcast give us a follow we're going to be posting some stories with like i guess q a's like maybe you can ask us questions that we can answer on the next podcast yeah give us some music recommendations because i'm always looking for new music we'll start posting photos of i don't know what what, what are we going to post on there what photos should we post i don't know us in the studio working hard grinding okay do you guys want to okay this is a question for down the road. I don't know if this is very practical right now, but do you guys want to see us do YouTube videos right, we'll see. of us we'll figure it out. recording the podcast? Because sometimes, like, watching and seeing facial expressions is a little bit different. Plus, I have five outfits. Like, right now, I'm rocking this Hawaiian dad shirt y'all can't see. And Looks I want to flex. <laughs> I'm trying to flex. But, yeah, um, just let us know if y'all want to. Yeah, audience question. Or if you'd be interested in that. Audience good. question. I'm curious. What's something you wish people know about you that they don't? I already know about you. Yeah, yeah. In your life, your friends, right in. I want to hear. I want to hear what people answer. Okay, so, yeah. I want to hear all these responses because that's a really good question. Jerry, uh, I kind of copped out of that, though. Why did the uh, Clydesdale give the pony a glass of water? Why do you hide the answer from me? Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Why did did you give him a glass of water, Jerry? Because he was a little horse. Come on, you're ruining (laughs) all these things. I knew. Uh, What do you, what do you, what do you call a fish without eyes? A fish. <laughs> he can't get Bro. me. I'm too corny. You can't hit me with dad jokes. I'm the king of dad jokes. What did you call an alligator investigator? Uh, oh, I ruined it. I ruined it. Uh, oh, okay. All right, we're done. I'm the corny <laughs> Where's god. Where's my crickets? Okay? Where's my crickets? <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, I think we're going to call that a wrap. Have a good week. Uh, yeah, have Thanks a great spring break if you're from UGA, if you're on, you're taking the week off. Take right. it easy, stay safe, stay in school. Stay in school, kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I don't know, give, give those two songs a, sig- you're, you're a, a listen. Actor, Wait. Uh. Oh, dude, an emotional interview with Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> Just pops up. Well, we know what we're watching after we hang up the podcast. Okay. That's like a good plan. But either way, right. um, peace, love, all that good jazz. Hope you guys have a great week. Peace, love.
Yeah, peace and love, peace man. Peace and love. I like it. Spreading good vibes. Spread but good yeah. vibes. We'll catch y'all in the next episode. Until then, peace. We out. Yeah. <laughs>